0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with 1918, part 2, pages 144 through 146. 1918, part 2. On the following morning, I left for Countess. Here I conducted one retreat for seminarians and two for laypeople, one in Polish and the other in Lithuanian. The city was practically deserted. The refugees had not yet returned. However, there were German soldiers everywhere, and all the signs were in German. From His Excellency Bishop Karavicius, I learned that the German government primarily favored canon Olsauskas as a candidate for Bishop of Vilnius. Monsignor Dombrauskas was in second place. However, my own candidacy had also been proposed, supposedly by His Excellency Bishop von Ropp and some of the Polish bishops. I had to go to present myself to the German authorities. Von Altman was in charge of the matters pertaining to religion. He questioned me very thoroughly for quite a long time. I said I wanted to go to Marienpolle and stay there. He said that the German government was not opposed to this. I added that I was a religious and intended to conduct a novitiate there. This I stated only in passing because I could easily gather from our conversation that the Germans had collected plenty of information about me. They were interested in me since I was one of the proposed candidates for bishop. When I returned to pick up the travel permit, however, von Altmann was unwilling to give it to me for fear that I had come to Lithuania from Warsaw to stir up trouble. In his attempt to delay me the permit, he tried various arguments, that I had to get written permission from the Bishop of Kelsa, that the consent of the Bishop of Senai was necessary, and also that I needed the approval of the Lithuanian Council in order to found a religious institution. I replied that His Excellency the Bishop of Senai had invited me and would gladly welcome me. Permission from the Bishop of Kelsa was not necessary because, as a religious, I was responsible only to the Holy Father. The Lithuanian Council would not interfere in this matter because I was not introducing a new religious community. The Marian Congregation had existed in Mariampoli before, and now it was there again. Its members were reassembling after having been dispersed for a time. Then I demanded quite vehemently that he stop obstructing my trip to Mariampole. He replied that he would consult with His Excellency the Bishop of Kaunas and others. The next day, after speaking with the bishop, von Altmann issued a permit for 15 days, adding that it could be extended by the authorities in Mariampole. From the Bishop of Kaunas, I learned that he was enthusiastically endorsing my candidacy for Bishop of Vilnius, both with the Lithuanian Council and the German authorities. In every possible way, I tried to convince him that I was needed by my congregation and that I could serve the Church and society far better in this capacity, that no one else could do my work while others were equally capable of being bishop. He finally promised me at least this much, that he would no longer support my candidacy, but would leave the matter to divine providence. Here, Blessed George writes of conducting retreats in Polish and Lithuanian for seminarians and laypeople in Kaunas, a city that was nearly deserted because of the war. Blessed George found out that he had been proposed as Bishop of Vilnius. Blessed George had to present himself to the German authorities in Kaunas who were in charge of the city at that time. Blessed George expressed his desire to go to Mariampoli to live to revive the Marian religious house there, He told the authorities that he belonged to a religious community and wanted to set up a novitiate there the germans already seemed to know a great deal about blessed george they didn't want to give him the travel permit thinking that he had come from warsaw to start trouble in lithuania and they tried many tactics to delay giving him the permit blessed george replied peacefully uh, answered all their questions and finally quite forcefully uh, demanded that they give the permit eventually he got it and he was able to uh, go to uh, Mariampole, where he could extend the uh, travel permit. Blessed George found out that uh, the Bishop of Kaunas was very favorable to George as the Bishop of Vilnius. Blessed George tried to convince him that he desired to remain, uh, to renew the Marian congregation, to live as a simple religious priest. He was the only one at that point um, to bring the Marians back to life. So the bishop promised not to push his candidacy anymore, but to uh, leave everything to divine providence. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you.